tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. International Science and Maths quiz Opokowari School ready to devolve contenders as they make nine grand finale appearance. They are hungry and ready to devote any prey to clinch their fair trophy after two decades. That's the desperate story of Dakatechis of Opokowari School who make their ninth final appearance in hope of ending the 21-year trophy drought. The school is convinced their contestants, including their wonder form one boy, will bring the trophy to uh, Santasberg. The grand finale comes up... Uh, on, and you need to stay on the Join News channel for the grand finale. <coughs> Let me sit. Adum FM is set to hold the 14th edition of its annual praise festival, Adum Praise, this year. This event, DAB, the Aquarius edition, will bring together 11 remarkable choir bands from various joinings. Programs manager of Adum FM, Joshua Tigo, said this edition aims at appreciating the contribution of choirs in the Ghanaian gospel music industry. The, the name itself, as, as in the brand name Adum Praise, is, is very popular because we started this product about some 14 years ago, in 2011. Um, but if you ask me about this year's Adum Praise, we should call it the Choir's Edition. 
it's unique. It's novel in many ways. The first novelty of it is that, look, it's the first time a music concert in Ghana is bringing together over 400 singers on one stage. We are bringing about 11 choirs together, both denominational and non-denominational choirs. Now, that is the novelty. The other thing that is slightly different from the previous Adun praise that you can call novel is that it's the first time we are doing it on a Sunday. And that is because we, we do not want to depart from the church spirit on the Sunday. We want people to close from church and come and continue with the anointing that they have, they have soaked from their various churches. So that is the other novelty. I think the last of it, or maybe one other one that I need to speak about, is that the first time we are starting at about 4 p.m., it's always been a bit late in the evening. We would start usually around 6 or 7 p.m. So it's actually the first time we are starting at 4 p.m. The venue remains the same anyway. So as it's, it's, it's always been with all the previous Adun Praise editions that anybody may have, it remains the same anyway. So as it's, it's, it's always been with all the previous Adun Praise editions that anybody may have, at uh, where the trade balance is positive, meaning that government is investing in industrialization, import substitution, so that we eat what we produce and stop our import dependence, and then we export more to get more revenue and get more remittances so that we can pay for our import without going to... Mr. C.S. edition. That's how we wrap up the bulletin this afternoon. My name is Aisha Prime. Log on to myjohnline.com. There's more of the news and updates of all the developing stories. From farm to plate, do you really know what you're eating? Any glitch in the circuits of the food chain can change the price and size of what you eat. Technology has totally changed the face of farming, but how is Ghana plugging in? Join Emma Davis and Prince Apia on the food chain as they project startups in the agri sector, highlight the gains and plight of industry players, while engaging the experts for more insight in agri-related issues. Food chain, everything agriculture and more, as during the Joy Business Report every Thursday at 1 p.m. on Joy FM and every Saturday at 6 p.m. on the Joy News Channel with a repeat on Tuesdays at 2.30 p.m.
good afternoon. Welcome to the market, please. Coming up, Ghana loses about $50 billion through... That's money that has left out of, out of, out of country without being recorded. Money accumul that accumulates uh, value abroad, but only for the private, private asset holders. Also coming up, cocoa farmers who initially abandoned the crop as a result of low prices are now reverting to cocoa production. Chief Executive of Cocoa Board describes the development as refreshing. We've seen farmers now stepping back, you know, to plant cocoa uh, and then converting cashew to cocoa, which, which for us, you know, is, is a very uh, welcome news. And on the Joy Business Summit today, we'll discuss why insurance is critical for small and medium enterprises. My name is Daryl Parr. Thanks for being with us, everyone. Details coming up. like that doesn't stop us from becoming a standalone operation. Only we just need to make sure that whatever commercial that comes from it, let's make concerted effort to reinvest, to build our roots. This everyone. First up, Ghana is reported to have lost about $50 billion through capital flights in the last five decades. According to a report by Professor Leonce Indikumana, an economist at the to misrepresentation. We have estimated that Ghana has lost up to $50 billion over the past five uh, uh, decades. That's money that has left of, out, of, out of country without being recorded. Money accumul that accumulates uh, value abroad, but only for the private, private asset holders. And some of it goes through uh, what we call trade misinvoicing, which is when traders misrepresent, misreport the value of either imports or exports or both. We have decided to focus on cocoa and gold because these are the big sectors in, in the economy. And we find that in the case of gold, generally, I would say that the country is not getting its fair share. With 110 multimillionaires and private wealth worth about $56 billion, this is what Professor Lehans had to say on building capacity of local businessmen. Individual private wealth is growing fast in Ghana, actually much faster than, than, than average in, 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 the, in the continent. 
uh, if you look at the, the most recent reports, they estimate that private, private wealth in Ghana, wealth of, by individuals, is about 50, 56 billion. But that belongs to a very small number of people. Uh, the number of super, I mean, very rich people who have more than, a, than $10 million cash, because that, it doesn't include the, the, the value of real estate, houses, and so on. It's, it's money, liquidity that, that they have in their portfolio. It's, there are only 110 Ghanaians who own more than $10, $10 million. On a positive side, it means that there are Ghanaians who have the money to invest in these mineral resources. Chairman of the National Development Planning Commission, Professor George Jan Bafo blames the capital flight in the mineral sector to outdated agreements. But the incidence of capital flight, especially in gold, and for that matter, it's not only in gold, you know, a lot of our minerals, including oil, I think to a large degree is our own making because of the outmoded agreements that we have had with these corporations. There is a section on, on, in these agreements which normally is referred to as the stability clause. And this stability clause says that, you know, the co corporations can keep all the foreign exchange that they earn outside this country. It is written in black and white. The report put together by Professor Luans Indikuma is titled Capital Flight from Africa and Perverse Global Connections, Analysis and Possible Solutions. Now, Chief Executive of Board, Joseph Wine Edu, has noted that some farmers in the Bono and Afro regions are reverting to planting cocoa after factors such as low cocoa prices for some farmers into other crops. It describes the development as refreshing. Speaking to the media after a tour of the regions to engage cocoa farmers on improved practices, Mr. Edu said cocoa being the central pillar of the economy requires that everything should be done by all stakeholders to sustain its production. Special Semerville has more. The chief executive of the Ghana Cocoa Board, Joseph Bwahin Edu, and other top officials toured the Bono Ahafo and Bono East regions for four days to engage the cocoa farmers to appreciate the situations on the ground correctional and recovery missions, as well as encourage sustainable farming practices that ensure better yields. Speaking to the media after the tour in Sunyai, Mr. Edu encouraged hand pollination with a call on farmers not to burn after weeding since it destroys both the micro and macroorganisms in the soil. He said the future of cocoa sector depends on organic production and more needs to be done in the regions. Nowhere did we get any farmer producing 20 bucks per acre, whereas in other regions, you have farmers producing 20 bucks per acre, uh, all because they've not been following the productivity enhancement programs. If the cocoa industry is to be sustainable, then it ought to be more of organic production. It's healthier, environmentally friendly, and it's sustainable. In that sense, we came and been telling the farmers that they should apply more and more of poultry manure. It's the best. You know, apart from stabilizing the soil, it's organic and it doesn't cause any harm to the environment. We are also asking them to do a lot of pruning. 
Mr. Edu expressed delight with a situation where farmers are stepping back to plant more cocoa than other crops because of improved conditions. The competition of cocoa and then cashew in Brongafo. Sometimes by price was so low, and so we have a lot of farmers cutting um, cocoa farms, converting them to cashew. Uh, this time around, when we went around, uh, we've seen, you know, to plant cocoa, uh, and then converting cashew to cocoa, which, which for us, you know, is, is a very uh, welcome news. Uh, some are even planting cocoa under the cashew uh, trees. Uh, that Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. To us is very positive. But whether we like it or not, cocoa is a mainstay uh, trees. Uh, that to us is very positive. But whether we like it or not, cocoa is a mainstay. Around eighty-three, eighty-four dollars per barrel. This shows the change in commodity prices between in, in each of these years compared to the year um, preceding it. So in twenty twenty-two, the average price in twenty-two compared to the price in twenty twenty-one. In twenty twenty-three, compared to twenty twenty-two, and, and so on. And and the the shape is is relatively similar, which is to say that prices of most commodities um, jumped very dramatically in 2022. That's most obvious in the case of coal and uh, European natural gas prices. Prices then... So for us, um, you can get water or rain to uh, cultivate cocoa. It will be there forever for us. Pressure some of joy productivity. At a stakeholder meeting in Accra, experts suggest that the Innovate for Clean Agricultural Technologies initiative will be a feasible solution to the challenges confronting SMEs. Again, the informal sector in the food processing mostly use traditional energy sources. These are charcoal, firewood and crop residues. Even where modern sources are available, Cases where business needed to switch from traditional to cleaner fuels, the transition often involved the continued use of other pollutants, also exposed to energy shortages and price fluctuations that negatively affect their productivity. Shifting demand polluting energy sources, even coal, which leads to increasing their carbon footprint. Based on the findings of this research, UNU-INRA highlights the need to promote the adoption of clean energy. Federing its work in this subject area, UNU-INRA has been mandated by 
IDRC to implement a 30-month project themed Innovate for Clean Agricultural Technologies in Ghana, Cote d'Ivoire, and Senegal. The rationale of our project is built on the premise that transitioning to sustainable energy input systems is crucial for achieving equitable and sustainable development. Ghana's Ministry for Food and Agriculture says it views this new initiative as a major boost for phase two of the planting for food and jobs policy. The Ministry of Food and Agriculture is delighted to be part of this program and as we move on with the planting for food and job phase two, we cannot succeed if we do not have affordable and clean energy to unleash all the dreams we have locked up in that program. As we move to cleaner and cheaper energy, I would want to also emphasize that we would have to gradually move from the systems to what we have ahead. But what we ask for is to also learn lessons and tag along the positives. Innovate for Clean Agricultural Technologies InfoCat initiative aims at increasing economic empowerment of women and youth in rural areas of selected West African communities in Senegal, Ghana, and Cote d'Ivoire. InfoCat is uh, very important because it's looking at machinery that will ease the women from drudgery. Few machinery that we are having will really look into getting more efficient and less cost machinery for the women to, to, to use in their agricultural activities. All right, you're watching the marketplace. Now, as the business landscape uh, rapidly changes and expands, SMEs are exposed to even greater risks. Only yesterday we were discussing cyber attacks, but that is just one of the risks uh, faced by businesses. Many SMEs are inadequately equipped with insur sufficient insurance coverage to keep their businesses afloat should the unfortunate happen. For instance, the Akosobo Dams village, we've been talking about it for uh, days. The need for adequate insurance to help businesses grow and succeed in the region has uh, never been of Insurance Brokers Association of Ghana. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on the Joy Business Summit to discuss SME insurance. So how critical is insurance for the SME sector? Thank you, Daryl. Um, it is very critical. Uh, like you rightly said, SMEs face a lot of risk. They have the, what you call pure risk, the hazard risk. Mm -hmm. they, have, they have operational risk. They have financial risk. And then systemic risks. Systemic risks like the political environment, economy, and all of them. And then they have the operational ones, issues to do with controls, theft, all those ones. And then pure risk, liability, property, and then personnel. So there are some of them you cannot do anything about it. Mm -hmm. you, don't have, you don't manage the economy, so you don't have control over it. But what you have control over is your, what we call the pure risk, your hazard risk. And these are your properties, your liabilities, and your personnel. So it is in your hand to be able to transfer this risk to people um, who are well-trained, insurance companies, to be able to provide you with that cover. Because risk is the thing that stops you from achieving your objectives. Whenever disaster strikes, your business comes to ground zero. And for SMEs who, who struggle to even get capital, 
or have very little capital. It's so critical that they protect the investment that they make in these. Mm. So what should uh, businesses be looking out for in deciding on an insurance policy? Yeah, so the first thing I, I would say is that insurance is a technical area. You need an expert. You need a broker, somebody like us. That's why we are here as Insurance Brokers Association. When we come to you, we are able to identify the risk that you face, and then we will be able to profile you, get you very competitive you know, um, premiums, and place it with insurance companies and ensure that, you know, most importantly, when disaster strikes, we will be there to walk you through the process and ensure that you get your claim. So people should keep records of the property they have, have the value, speak to a broker, and the broker will help you to arrange the necessary cover that you need for your business. Mm. Well, speak about claims. I mean, one of the reasons uh, people shy away from insurance is the tedious process when it comes to claims. So what's the way out? Yeah, so the, the best way is to speak to a broker. And I tell you that insurance companies are paying claims Every day, millions of Ghana cities of claims they are paying every day. When, when they work with us, for us brokers, because mm. we understand, before even the incident happens, we're able to walk you through and tell you what documents you need. A lot of the time, the confusion comes from when insurance companies are asking for documentation to be able to verify the veracity of the claim that you're putting in. So the broker will help you to be able to gather all these processes, and then you go to the insurance company. Let me tell you that they should keep their trusted insurance. They keep paying claims all the time. The perception that... They yeah, so it's, a, it's, it's a wrong perception. It's like always people trying to go to court to say, I'm going to defend my case. So if you don't have a lawyer accompanying you, you go to court and then you say the judges are, are this or that. You, you understand. But you need a, you need a professional. Because mm-hmm. the thing is that insurance companies can't just get up and say, I'm paying you a claim. The, the policy that you bought, there are some, some contractual obligations on your part. So even before the claim happens, you need somebody to guide you to say, okay, I have my shop insured, but do you have a security war- There's a security warranty on it. Do you have a security guy mm-hmm. to ensure that, you know, when a loss happens, the insurance company will not tell you you're not covered. So they are paying claims all the time. All we need is that you speak to your professional and then study the policy terms, gather all the documentations, put them together, and then you have a claim settled. I tell you, we pay claims every time. You know, last week I settled $400,000 claim in less than a month. You know, and it's an SME uh, company. They, they had their, their factory guarded by fire, and we went through the processes, and the claim was paid. I just wanted to find out, though, what category of SMEs um, should be thinking about insurance? So I'll, I'll tell you that, you know, every, every, everybody within the chain must think about insurance because as far as you have a property, I know that, you know, from the industry perspective, we have not done so well by reaching out to SMEs mm-hmm. more than we have done with large corporates. And that is the reason why we are doing this micro-insurance and adapting. There are, there are micro-insurance products now in our market where you can just buy policy for 100 Ghana cities, 200 Ghana cities to protect your shop. So I'll, I'll tell you that everybody, everybody who is into any kind of trade, um, you must be thinking about insurance. It's one of the surest ways of transferring your hazard risk. All right. My last question is, I mean, your role as insurance brokers in increasing the coverage of um, insurance in the country. Um, first, tell me how you're working towards um, expanding coverage, because we've been talking about the, the low penetration rates, and how can you be helped do your work well? Yeah, so you're, you're very right. So it's one of the reasons why we are doing them is that, for example, for us in this month, we are doing awareness month. We are reaching out to the public. You know, Ghana, we have a large 
chunk of our, our, our citizens or the population in, in the informal sector. And that's an area where we haven't done well. These days, we are developing technology to be able to reach out to the masses, the, the market women, people on, or uh, they are the people who don't have insurance cover. So what we are doing is that we are reaching out to them. We want to tell them that, look, no matter how small it is, find a way, speak to a broker, uh, and then the broker will help you to be able to get some cover for um, your product. We are doing well, and this, this week we did um, an international, we hosted an international conference. It was a major conference yeah, where, yeah, I, I mean, the talk was about inclusive Absolutely. Insurance. We want to tell everybody that, look, we are, whatever affects one SME affects the entire economy. Mm -hmm. You know, when you have 70, more than 70% of our people in the informal sector, it means that when it collapses, Ghana's economy will largely be affected. So we are concerned about that, and we are reaching out to them and encouraging them to buy insurance. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to quickly get the headline from that event because I, I think there was a target that was set for, yeah. was it 2060? Yes. Uh, you are hoping to do uh, what percentage? So what we are looking at is that we want to move, especially in the, in the micro sector, we, we are trying to see at least about 50% of those people who are not covered now by that time. Isn't that too ambitious? To, I'm just saying. It's not, you know, because we are using technology these days to reach out to um, a lot of them. You know, you know, people can now buy policies through mobile money and other things. There. Mm -hmm. We have failed, you know, all of us have failed by not including all these people within the sector. Look at, look at the flood incident that happened, farms that are lost. If you go to Kenya now, averagely people with two acres of farm have some agric insurance, which is jointly covered by the state, support from the state, because the premiums can be very high, mm -hmm. and, and, and the farmers themselves. So with small premiums, they're able to insure their farms. And that's where we want to get to as, as a country, to get a lot more, 50% of the informal sector to come. At least we'll be able to move penetration from the 1% we have now to 3 or 5% in a, by that time. That will be a big achievement for us. Stephen Kwati, Vice President, IBAC, thank you so much for uh, coming in studio with us uh, for uh, Joy Business Summit, taking a look at SME Insurance. Uh, hopefully, we'll have you some other time. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Dad. You're watching the marketplace here on Joy News. Um, let's take this next one, which has to do with our show business episode for today. Uh, and, and so we're going to be talking about um, African music, and we haven't... Um, when you talk about the global music industry, we have not been able to uh, get so much revenue. So the African content has gradually emerged as a relevant player in the global music industry. 2020, Sub-Saharan Africa, Sub Africa rather, recorded music market, uh, record music market grew by 10% compared to the previous year. Nevertheless, the region accounted for a limited share of worldwide revenue. Today on uh, business uh, show business will try to analyze why Africa earns little from the global music revenue chain and why it can't be difficult to determine the worth of indigenous African entertainers. Uh, filling in today is Isaac Atasenyaku, my colleague. Uh, good afternoon to you, Isaac. So uh, let's start off with why uh, African musicians are not earning much from the global music revenue chain. Yeah, I'm Daryl. Good afternoon, and uh, good to be here. Um, first off, I think it's it's a number of factors, but um, it's largely got to do with um, adoption of digital platforms. Now, if if you look at the African music um, scene or terrain, I should say, it's only until recently that a lot of musicians began to buy into the idea of you know putting their music up their music up on, you know, music streaming platforms, on video streaming platforms. Now, 
the whole idea of digitization brings, you know, um, 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 the conversation of data to bear. And so it makes it easy for you to be able to track progress and then, you know, how much you are making in terms of the music you are putting out, the albums you are putting out. And so that makes it easy for somebody to be able to track and say, oh, musician A is able to make up to X amount a year. And if he continues to do what he's doing, he's probably be able to, or he'll probably be able to make, let's say, times two of this or times three of that in the following year. So the adoption of digital platforms is one of the major reasons. Um, if, if you look at what's happening now, you realize that a lot of our musicians are now trying to break into the European and the, you know, the Western music, you know, market because it's also because um, these places largely have a larger share when it comes to the usage of these platforms. And so you have someone in America, someone in Europe, or a chunk number of them in America and Europe using all of these, you know, streaming platforms. So this also counts or, you know, feeds into the figures when it comes to, you know, music revenue or when it comes to influence, when it comes to the, 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 the music streaming or revenue space. Again, one of the things we have to look at is the entry or penetration of some of the big musical um, bodies. So, for instance, Spotify officially entered the African market, you know, um, just in 2018 through South Africa. Now, the entry of these big players also opens up the African music industry to some of these platforms. Then you'll be able to negotiate with Spotify Africa right from where you sit, maybe from here in your home country in Ghana, you'll be able to, you know, um, deal with Spotify Africa, other than it used to be before, where you have to go through channels in Europe or in the U.S. to be able to leverage on their platform. So their entry into the African market is also significant and is also helping boost these numbers. Let's not forget that it's projected that um, the music streaming scene alone could fetch Africa or could devalue around 372 million by 2023, end year 2023. So this space is, is, is quite big and it holds a lot of potential. But you see, there's something about the African, um, I don't know, it's, it's, it's not a Ghanaian thing, you know. A lot of people like to shy away from putting out their earnings. Mm -hmm. So um, a musician in, um, in, let's say, America will do a, a European tour and will declare what they make, what they put into the tour, because if you okay. don't, IRS is going to come after you, you have to pay taxes. But here, everybody is quite conservative about how much they make, and when it comes to declaring of, you know, um, um, earnings. Okay. And so, even, yeah, and so even if you are negotiating for an artist, for instance, um, it, it's always shrouded in some form of, Oh, you know, um, let's see this, see this. It's not straightforward. I if I go to Universal Music Group, hello. Yeah, I'm, I'm being bailed out. Just 30 seconds. What can be done to improve mm -hmm. this? Look, I think it's, we've started already the usage of these digital platforms. We need to um, push ourselves out there because we have the numbers. Now, mobile phone penetration, internet penetration is on the high here in Africa. Even here in Ghana, very high. You know, we're doing somewhere close to 80%. All right, uh, we need to end that conversation. Thank you so much, um, Isaac um, Atasenyako, my colleague there at Joy Business. And that's uh, the marketplace. Thanks for watching, everyone. There is more news on our website, myjoyline.com forward slash business.
Ghana is strategically positioned to attract investors, according to the GIPC CEO. You can read more about that, myjohnline.com forward slash business. Do enjoy your weekend. My name is Daryl Kwan. Psalm 100, verses 1 to 2. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Get ready for an electrifying Adon Praise 2023 Choirs Edition. Imagine choirs of prominent churches in worship and praise sessions on a Sunday. Yes, you heard me right. Sunday, 29th October 2023 at the Perez Dome, Jomulu, after church at 4 p.m. Theme, Harmony of Faith, Voices United in Praise. Come experience the awe-inspiring beauty of multiple voices united in worship and praise delivering soul-stirring classics from the following choirs cedar mountain choir featuring joe metal the new song featuring psa esther multimedia choir featuring coffee pepper destiny songs featuring fa grace ct praise featuring reverend edwin datsin voices of triumph featuring reverend ifreko chamien royal house chapel joint choir featuring emoji perez chapel choir perez chapel Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 